0: This is Spy Gals, a podcast made by young women to help encourage and facilitate the conversation around national security amongst young people. Hello, I'm
1: Margaret, and I'm Isabella.
0: Today, we're talking about cybersecurity in the United States. So, Margaret, what comes to mind when you think of threats to our national security? Well, automatically, my mind jumps to terrorist acts like 9-11 or threats of nuclear warfare.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. While those are both real threats, today we're going to be looking at something a little more covert, but equally as threatening. Today, we are going to be taking a deeper look at cyber threats to our
0: national security. As the world we live in becomes more and more technologically advanced, the threats to our country change to keep up with the emerging cyber world. Exactly. For example, think about everything
1: in your house that's connected to the internet. Obviously, your phone, computer, and watch all connect to the internet but now there are alarm clocks, refrigerators, and toasters that have Wi-Fi features, linking your devices and placing your personal information
0: in danger. Well, I guess that makes sense. You're not going to put a firewall on your fridge. Yeah, but think beyond your house and to
1: bigger things like our country's information. With all of the connection to the internet, government agencies are at risk of having their secrets leaked.
0: You are absolutely correct. In fact, Starting in 2003, Chinese hackers consistently breached the U.S. Department of State, Homeland Security, and Energy's unclassified networks. What were they looking for? We speculate that they were looking to gain intelligence on anything about the government that would be useful. So this would include military information, our technology, who we're spying on, the list goes on. Perhaps they were also trying to figure out how difficult it would be to hack our system and what the security holes might be. The US government called the attacks Titan Rain.
1: This really shows why we need good cybersecurity. Without
0: it, we lose the technological edge over other countries. This also kind of happened during our last presidential election, which I'm sure many of you have heard about. You're totally right. With the election, the government found that Russia had hacked
1: the Democratic National Committee and released sensitive emails, and they also found that Russia had been creating fake accounts to spread misinformation throughout the various social media platforms.
0: Again, the lack of cybersecurity can have disastrous consequences.
1: Now, let's talk about other areas that may pose as
0: threats that we haven't thought about before. So, Isabella... What do you think might be our areas of weakness in terms of cybersecurity? Like, what types of attacks are we the most susceptible to, and what are the most dangerous?: I think that an attack on our power grid
1: could be the most dangerous. A successful power grid attack could create citywide
0: blackouts. This could be really catastrophic, because as we advance technologically, we are more and more reliant on technology. If someone were to knock out all the power for an extended period of time, that could lead to food shortages because without electricity, we would no longer have ways to preserve perishable foods. It could also lead to market crashes and loss of telecommunications.
1: It would be particularly detrimental in densely populated cities like New York or Boston, especially since many larger cities rely heavily on public transportation. Many of the things that we take for granted in today's world, like lights, our cell phones, and water filtration, would disappear if there was a successful attack on our power grid. I know that a large-scale power grid attack would be dangerous, but wouldn't it also be hard to pull off? How likely is it that that actually happens in the United
0: States? Well, I cannot say exactly how likely it would be, but I do know that it is definitely a possibility. We actually had our first reported attack on a U.S. power grid on March 5th of 2019. It was a pretty rudimentary denial of service attack, which is an attack that makes a resource temporarily disconnected, in this case disabling Cisco adapted security appliance devices in our power grid control systems in Wyoming, California, and Utah. Luckily it did not result in any blackouts or harm to the power generators. The overall attack had a little effect on the Western transmission grid, and its biggest source of impact was a temporary loss of visibility in parts of the utility's supervisory control and data acquisition system.
1: Even though that didn't lead to any major harm, it should definitely be a wake-up call to increase our cybersecurity. It is suspected that this power grid attack was done by a single hacker, and if one hacker can pull this off, What do you think a highly organized government organization from Russia, North Korea, or China could do?
0: It is definitely something we should think about because we know Russia is capable of highly organized attacks because they have committed a power grid attack on Ukraine in 2016. They planted a specimen of malware in Ukraine's National Grid Operators Network and used it to create a blackout across a large area of Ukraine's capital, Kiev. How long did the blackout last? The Ukraine operators were able to turn the power back on after only about an hour. However, even one hour without power can create a lot more security holes throughout the government. The question that we have to ask is, why would Russia create an advanced cyber weapon only to put out the power for only an hour? Well, we don't know for sure, but it could be
1: a test for future cyber-attacks, or a distraction to allow openings for the Russians to infiltrate other areas. But why does this matter to us?
0: We don't live in Ukraine. Well, it is a little scary to know that other countries might be more advanced technologically than we are. We assume that America is one of the most technologically advanced countries in the world, so we don't always think about what we can do to improve our cybersecurity. There is also speculation that North Korea could attack our power grid using a missile that would generate an electromagnetic pulse resulting in wiping out the power grid server for millions of people. This threat became very real in 2017 when Kim Jong-un's regime launched its sixth nuclear test. Kim Jong-un bragged that North Korea has a multifunctional thermonuclear nuke with great destructive power, which can be detonated at high altitudes for a super powerful electromagnetic pulse attack. This would allow North Korea to create large blackouts by attacking our power grid from a distance. That's really scary to think about because if large
1: swaths of the US power grid was blacked out, life as we know it would change drastically. We live in a world that is becoming more and more technologically dependent, and we need to prepare accordingly. Well, now we know that power grid attacks are possible and can have disastrous consequences. Is there anything that the United States government is doing now to try to protect our power grid from cyber attacks? I guess I just have no idea if they know about the threat.
0: Actually, the government has taken a lot of really good steps to start protecting our power grid. For example, Senator Angus King from Maine got the King Bill passed in Congress at the end of June this year. This bipartisan bill really focused on tackling some of the issues we've discussed today. What exactly does the King Bill do? So the bill is also called the Securing Energy Infrastructure Act, and it really focuses on protecting the United States energy grid against hackers and attackers by implementing engineering that would help fix some of the holes that allow the hackers in in the first place. So like some of the automated processes we talked about earlier? Exactly. The goal of the bill really is to make it so that hackers would be unable to tamper with the energy grid unless they were there, physically touching it.
1: Are there any specific programs the bill is going
0: to have? Definitely. Part of the bill calls for a two-year-long study through the national laboratories to identify major holes in security systems in certain areas where hacking would be the most catastrophic. It is definitely a step in the right direction. I agree. I
1: also recently learned about a recently established agency in the government that does a lot of similar work in protecting our country from cyber attacks.
0: Really? Which one? When was it established? It's called the Cybersecurity and
1: Infrastructure Security Agency, or CISA for short. It was established in November of 2018, and according to their website, the mission is to partner with industry and government to understand and manage risk to our nation's critical infrastructure.
0: So what is it that they're actually doing?
1: According to CISA, they have four branches that they focus on. Cybersecurity, Infrastructure Security, Emergency Communications, and then National Risk Management. In terms of what we're focusing on today, so specifically cybersecurity and infrastructure security, what I think is cool is that they say they're trying to partner with both the private and public sectors, which I feel is crucial because both need to be secure to fully protect our country.
0: I agree, because the vulnerability in either still leaves us at risk. They haven't been around that long though. So I guess we'll have to wait to see what work they do as time goes on. Definitely.
1: And obviously these are just preliminary steps and we still need to do a lot of work as a nation on addressing our cyber weak points.
0: Yeah, I think that we need to make sure that all areas of government and key industries are constantly kept up to date in terms of cybersecurity methods and that we're even more vigilant as technology progresses into the future. Well, I think that's going to be all for today's episode. We hope that after today, y'all know
1: more about some of the cyber threats facing our country, more specifically, the dangers
0: associated with energy grid attacks. However, we also hope you know more about the way the United States government is trying to counter these threats and keep our country's information safe.
1: See you again on next week's episode.